0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today in town Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at AllDayPackers, and I'm joined by Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. We are coming back to you to discuss this Kansas City Chiefs game. The Packers suffered their first loss since week one. It's been almost two months since since we've been doing a Loser Monday podcast here, Bron. But different circumstances, obviously, this game than the one in New Orleans or in Jacksonville, I guess. Uh, how are we feeling coming out of that game, Bron?
1: Well, Griff, there was a lot of good from the defense and a lot of bad from the offense and special teams. But um, we're going to get into everything, obviously. Big, uh, big game and tough loss, but a lot to talk about, of course.
0: I mean, what else can we start with, if not the quarterback, Jordan Love making his first career start he had a lot of firsts this game it was his real first taste of nfl action if you don't include the preseason uh it was it i don't know it really depends on who you talk to it's interesting because if you didn't watch the game and you were just scrolling through twitter scrolling through instagram and and any articles you would literally have no idea how he played because everyone is on one end of the spectrum it feels like it's it's one side is Jordan Love sucks. He's never going to be good, and this was the worst performance by any quarterback in NFL history. And the other side, they're not—they're not saying that he's the greatest of all time, but they're just babying him in a way that's—that I don't think is fair. Obviously, neither side is fair. And let's just be honest, Braun. Uh, I think you will agree with agree with me when I say this because this is such a controversial subject in uh, in Packers internet discussions right now. Uh, you are more on the anti-Jordan Love side, as in and. Aaron Rodgers defender. And I would say I'm leaning that way just by decision process or decision making process by the front office going back to the 2020 draft. But I'm being honest when I say that I was rooting for him, especially after uh, all of Roger's comments last week. I was definitely rooting for him in this game. And I like to think that I fall definitely in the middle between I want him to be good, but I'm really not sure that it was the right decision to draft him. And I'm really not sure if he's going to be a good quarterback. But Bron, uh, what did you think about Jordan Love's performance on Sunday?
1: Well, during the game, when you can't really tell exactly what goes into every play, I mean, he was just missing so many throws. It looked like he was making a lot of bad decisions, throwing balls up in the air I mean there were some at the beginning of the game first play at the time I'm thinking like he just missed an easy throw and then they ran the ball and then he missed the third down throw and I was like well that was just the worst possible way to start the game apart from a turnover and he missed those throws but then you look back and it's like okay well why is Matt LaFleur forcing him to go naked and have to go out to the right and then uh, Dominique Daphne it was there was a protection on the on the backside that was being held by the tight end, and it ended up not being a clean slide or a clean flat. And it ended up having – so Daphne's a little bit short on the route, and he could have been more to the outside towards the sideline. And long story short, wasn't in a great position, probably in, not in the exact right spot, Daphne, but Jordan Love still needs to make that throw. And it, that was a lot of it the whole night. It's like, you know, could things have been executed better or a better play call or so, anything along those lines? Yes, but also at the same time, there were throws to be made for Jordan Love that he just did not connect with. Um, he missed so many throws, and it's just you have to be able to make some – like, Rodgers makes throws in spite of some of the things that go on, in spite of play calls. Jordan Love, the first play of the game was a run alert. I mean, like, he got all those same responsibilities Rodgers is supposed to have, and it's just different when it's not Rodgers in there. So um, a lot to talk about with Jordan, but he definitely could have and should have played better than he did considering he sat for a year and a half behind Aaron Rodgers. When you sit a guy for a year and a half, which Green Bay has done now, the idea is to sit him, but Rodgers sat for three years, and Love, he sat for a year and a half. When you sit a guy, he was groomed for this, right? He was groomed to come in and start. I just I can't handle the excuses like, oh, it's his first game. Like, Yes, it is his first game, but they sat him for a year and a half to avoid something like, the, like what happened. Like, he looked like a rookie quarterback coming out in week one. That's what it looked like. I mean, he's got to sit behind Aaron, and I didn't think it would happen as a result. And why have him sit if if he's going to wet the bed anyway? Like, he just didn't play as well as he should have. He has to come out against a bad defense and win the football game. He has to come out and play well enough to win. And I don't think he did that.
0: I agree with you, man. Like, it's just a lot of people are pointing out how Matt LaFleur had one of his... It certainly wasn't one of his best games as the Packers head coach, but it it's like at some point he's got to he's got to make the throws and here's my biggest thing with Jordan Love coming out of the game because i was rooting for him i wanted him to i didn't think he was going to come out and have a perfect passer rating type of performance i didn't i didn't expect anything like that but i just wanted to see something some upside you know I wanted to see some flashes of oh that's now that that's something that the Packers can work with that's something that's a baseline that Matt LaFleur can continue to develop him and he can be a like a tier one quarterback in the NFL there was there was nothing that really made me say that his best plays were when he was playing within the offense within structure getting the ball out of his hands and at that point it's like if his best plays are just going to be being the system quarterback well why don't we just sign Jimmy G after this season whenever he gets cut i guess but uh, i don't know man it's everyone's been comparing his performance to like Joe Burrow and Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence but all of those guys they've shown flashes of he can be that guy in the NFL he can win an MVP he can take his team to the Super Bowl he can cover up for flaws on on the offense but Jordan Love he i was waiting for, for something like that, and uh, Spags was throwing everything at him, he blitzed him on like 53% of his snaps, which was smart by Spags, but it, you can't tell me that LaFleur and Love didn't see that coming, of course they were going to do that and they, LaFleur didn't, didn't coach well enough, certainly, he didn't call a well enough game, he didn't give love the easy throws especially as the game went on but at the same time love it's, he stood there like he had like he had no idea what to do and i do feel bad for him cuz that's a really tough environment to play and i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to give up the guy give up on the guy completely after one start especially in that environment given the circumstances there all the pressure that was on him But at the same time, dude, the front office, that's all they have to go on. They're probably going to have to make a decision this offseason, and they're only going to have that game to go off of. Does that make them feel better or worse about potentially sticking with Love long term? It probably makes them feel worse. The problem is, is that, yes, was it
1: a tough place to play? Sure, Kansas City's a tough place to play. But he's also playing with the healthiest offense we've had, and David Bakhtiari is coming back this week. But he had MVS, Devontae Adams. Elton Jenkins was out there at left tackle. Everybody's there. I mean, he's got a great team to play with. It's not like he's playing with a bunch of bums like he was in the preseason. He is playing with the best players in football that are on our roster. And he couldn't connect with Devontae Adams pretty much all night. It 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 was clear that he just is not on the same level as Aaron in terms of their connection. And he was going against one of the worst defenses in the league this year with very few talented, talented players, Tyron Matthews, the one of their truly talented guys. And then they've got talent up front, but what did they do? They just out-schemed us. Uh, the blitzing. Yes. That was a real thing. I mean, they came out, they sent a lot of zero pressures. They just really, they just sent a lot of just a bunch of guys, big guys up front. The pass protection was really not great. It wasn't great, but I mean, it seemed like they weren't prepared for what they were going to throw at Jordan love. And the Chiefs just made an easy job of taking advantage of the fact that Love was going to make rookie mistakes, and, and they were able to capitalize on that. Um, you know, Love just, he needed to be better, and he wasn't, and and that's the sad reality. Now Green Bay lost a football game, and uh, scored. they they scored seven points on what was a really nice play by Alan Lazard to kind of, you know, catch a ball on the sideline and then duck underneath Sorensen and, and then go score that touchdown, which was a great play. Really nice play from Allen and a good enough throw from Jordan to get the ball there. But like you said, Griff, did he flash anything? No, he didn't. And, And that's the bad part of it. And now I don't see how this front office can move forward rationally trying to move on from Aaron Rodgers after this year and start Jordan Love and expect to win. It's just the sad reality of the situation. We were all rooting for him to play well. We were all rooting for him to help us win this game because we're on a mission for winning a Super Bowl here. We're trying to win a Super Bowl, and winning every game possible is part of that. And we couldn't do it. We scored seven points against one of the worst defenses in football, and Jordan Love has had as much to do with that as anybody else, and I'm tired of him getting babied. He's been in this league for a year and a half. He's a first-round pick. Wake up. Let's play. Stop babying this guy. He's not a bum. He's a first-round quarterback. Let's go.
0: Right, and it's the the same people who last week were saying, oh, that's another benefit of taking Jordan Love in the first round, trading up to draft him, is that now we have a competent backup quarterback who can come in games like this, unforeseen circumstances, and maybe win us the game against the 29th-ranked defense in the NFL. And those same people are now the ones saying, it was his first start. You got to give him a break. It's Uh, The babying is the most annoying thing, Ron. We can be real, man. We can be real and recognize that he did not play well. And... It, it, you can blame the special teams. You can blame the coaching. You can blame all of that because I do. If the special teams plays at least anywhere near competent, we probably win that game. That's true. But Jordan Love, it's so tough because I don't want to say he lost us the game, but he definitely played a part in it. It was There's a lot of blame to go around in this blame pie, and he definitely takes home a big chunk of it because he, he just – the situation just looked way too big for him, and that's not what you want with your first-round quarterback who you're grooming to be the successor – uh, following up your Hall of Famer, what what can we compare the situation to? I really don't know. Everyone compares it to the Rodgers situation, but it's nothing like that because Aaron Rodgers was supposed, supposed to be the number one pick in that draft. He had all the talent in the world, and he flashed all the talent in the world too. But he also got to sit for much longer than uh, Jordan Love has so far. And I do agree that there's no reps like live reps. You cannot replicate – uh, the experience you'll get in a live game on the practice field. You're you are not going to get that. The only way Jordan Love can get better is playing on the field. But also, I expect it a little bit better than what we got because he just looked so lost out there.
1: Aaron Rodgers wins that game as the quarterback of this team. Everything else the same. We win that game by 30 points. That's the sad part of it. We could have easily won that football game. And, and with Rodgers healthy... I mean, we win that game by 30. It's not close. The Chiefs offense is absolute garbage this year. Mahomes looks like a bad quarterback. I never want to hear him in the same breath as Aaron Rodgers again because he was never more talented than Aaron. He was doing things that Aaron's been doing for years. And I've been saying this, he will never touch Aaron Rodgers because it takes longevity to be able to do the things that Aaron does. And he's now playing like a below-average quarterback, and and he had his worst performance of his career uh, statistically in terms of yards per play. Um, in this past game, and, and that's against the great Packers defense that's suddenly become truly a strength on this team. We hold the Chiefs to 13 points. We held them to 13 points. I give the defense a lot of credit for that. You would expect to be able to capitalize even with Jordan Love, and the problem is, like you said, first-round pick, he should come in and be able to play competently, but he looked like a below-average quarterback backup. He looked like a backup out there and not a good one. That was the main reason why we lost that football game. Rodgers is in there, I don't care how the special teams plays. We're winning that game by 30 points. And the special teams, yes, there was issues. Mason Crosby has no trust in the operation. And I can't blame him because on the first field goal, it was the football was held to the side and he's kicking the he's kicking the seam. And then on the second field goal, the laces were just out completely. I didn't think it would get any worse. And then that of course got blocked as a result. I don't blame Mason Crosby for not having trust, but that is a problem part of the operation. You have to have trust that your guys are going to put the ball out there. And he's concerned about it, and it's making him hesitant. And that's why he's even missing some of these other ones. They just got Wortel in there, and, and they cut Bradley at, at the snapper position. Um, and Bojo Holding, has he was fine up until this past week. They've got to fix all that up. But regardless, Rodgers, he's the quarterback, and he wins that game. With Love, we didn't win the game. That's all you need to see. I mean, Rodgers, he's going to win that game as the quarterback. Love can't win those types of games. If you make the move to Love after this year— you're setting yourself up for failure as an organization and a team. I don't care about cap space. I don't care about anything else. You put yourself in this position by drafting the quarterback. They have to they just have to realize they made a mistake, not because of love himself. You know, he may develop into a great quarterback, like we said, but they have put themselves in a very difficult position. And now it's caused a lot of issues with Aaron. It's caused a lot of issues with Devontae. It's caused issues with other players. Now everybody's in different situations because a lot of players have bad sour feelings towards the GM and Zadarius Smith is included in that conversation. And those are just the main guys who have stepped up and have been reported about it. But I'm sure other guys do not like the fact that they drafted a quarterback. They're embracing him. They want him to play well, but he came out, did not play well. Now they're eight. Now they're seven and two. They want to go eight and two when they bring Seattle into town. But this is a tough spot for them to be in. And as you said so eloquently the other day, I don't envy Brian Gudekunst for many reasons because he has to now somehow either fix the fact that he drafted this quarterback uh, by trading him or something, or they're gonna, he's going to have to move on from Aaron Rodgers for this guy who showed you what he showed you in this one start, and he will look bad either way, not just the fact. That he has to make that decision, but the fact that he did make that decision is the worst part of it.
0: Well, that's the other part of the equation is the team building aspect of this. And when you, if Brian Gutekunst decides to make, make the decision to move on to Jordan Love, move off of Aaron Rodgers, trade him, release him, whatever it may be, whether it be next year or the year after, it's going to be a full reset which is honestly good for Jordan Love's development because you're going to give him a year of no pressure. We're not competing this year. We have no cap space and we're we're just going to play for the draft picks and build a better team around you because he's not going to be be able to elevate the guys that uh the same way that Rodgers would. Um so that's the other thing because Devontae Adams he <laughs> going off of today, man, I do not think he's going to be catching passes from Jordan love next year. He's if Rogers is out, he's there's no chance that he's staying based on the chemistry that they showed today. Granted, they only practice once together all week. And it, I, doubt that they've had any kind of serious reps together at all because Jordan was the third stringer last year even. So uh, I highly doubt that they've had many opportunities to build their chemistry together. So as soon as we commit to Jordan Love, Devontae, he's, he's not coming back. That's it. How if frustrated we, if... did he look? How frustrated
1: oh, did he yeah. look at times? I mean, it, I just felt bad for him because he's, ru- he's running these routes and he's doing everything he can to get open and, and he's getting open. And he, Jordan Love is just straight up missing him most of the time. The few times that he like, I remember that one where Devonte grabbed it, it. It the throw was very behind, and it could have been picked. And he just, like almost grabbed it out of the DB's hands, like to be able to make the play. Like even the throws that Jordan Love made, the one to Randall Cobb that was like a thirty-five yarder, that that could have easily been picked. It Cobb had to completely stop his route, and they're all standing there for like three seconds. It's a fifty-fifty ball, and Cobb makes an incredible play. Randall Cobb again showing why he deserves to be here had another great game with Jordan Love. I mean. These, some of these guys played really well. I thought MVS had a decent game coming back in. He ran some nice routes. The, this was a great, great situation for Jordan Love to start. He had the full week of preparation, right? He gets the full week. It's not like he was inserted due to injury in the middle of the game. Got the full week against a bad defense with most of the receiving – all the receiving cores back. The offense is almost fully healthy apart from David, and the defense is playing the way it's playing to be able to hold the Chiefs to 13 points. Just go score more – just score another touchdown. One more touchdown, and we win that football game. And we couldn't do it. And the special teams obviously didn't do its part, of course, but we just couldn't get it done as a group. And Jordan Love, like I said, he's the main reason for that, in my opinion.
0: It was the most annoying thing for sure because the defense kept putting us in good positions to score points, and we didn't score points till five minutes left in the game, any kind of points. And uh, it's obviously, if the special teams play better, it's probably a different outcome than that, but it's still pretty... Uh, it, a lot of things, honestly, because he had to start and deep in his own territory a lot of the time. It was, it again, it it was not a great game for Jordan Love to be playing in, but it was against a very bad defense and an even worse offense. And a lot of it does fall on the coaching because it, Matt Lafleur was acting like it was a preseason game, like it was a game we've already lost, because he was just having Jordan Love, especially in the second half, just making, forcing him to make difficult throws when. He really didn't have to. He got away from A.J. Dillon. A.J. was averaging like five and a half yards per carry. He just stopped handing it off and kept asking Love to take these deep shots from empty, especially like, man, if you're going to run empty, you got to have an idea that uh, the Chiefs are going to bring pressure like they have all game. And it was just, there was no, none of the Matt LaFleur that we're used to seeing. He just acted like it was Aaron Rodgers out there. And I, I don't know. You cannot, I expected him to baby Jordan Love more than he did And uh, that did not happen. So not a great game from Love. Not a great game from LaFleur. Not a great game from the special teams. All of it was bad. Uh, But the defense, that was very good. And we did hold Patrick Mahomes to his lowest passing yards total, 166 yards of his entire career, except the Denver Broncos game in 2019, where he injured his knee in the first half and didn't play. He only threw 74 yards that game. So you take that one out, this is his career low in terms of passing yards. By far his career low in terms of yards per attempt. And he threw 37 times, which was – I don't care how bad that offense is this year, dude. Uh, knowing the de- the weapons that they have and how injured our defense is, that is pretty impressive that we were able to hold them to 13 points and Mahomes only to 166 yards. That was very impressive. A couple weeks ago, I did not have any faith in this defense, admittedly. I did not think that they were all that people thought they were, but now a really good performance against a great Arizona Cardinals team and an even better performance against a admittedly struggling Chiefs team, but still with so much talent. That is very impressive. And uh, I think... Once this team gets – it doesn't even matter if they're healthy because they're not healthy at all right now, but they're still playing so well. So when they get healthy, I don't even know what to expect. But when we get Rodgers back, it's – we repeat ourselves every week, Bron. But when this team gets healthy, it's scary to think about what they could be. It does suck that we got a loss on, against the Chiefs, a team that we definitely should have beaten and we we would have beaten if our quarterback uh, didn't get COVID. But uh, it's it's nice to think about the fact that we still are seven and two. We're probably the best team in the NFC, uh, maybe Tampa Bay. But everyone else, they've all got their flaws. Uh, it's we're still in a good spot, and that's the most important thing.
1: The way that these linebackers have played and look, I didn't I I didn't think Chris Barnes was having a great year, but he just had his best game of the season. The splash plays he was making, he stepped it up right after we cut Jalen Smith. He steps it up and he shows that he can hopefully. You know, be that guy. Like we need him to be that guy that he was on Sunday against the Chiefs. The splash plays were huge. I mean, he was dominant in the run game, making tackles, and of course Devontae Campbell, same thing as always, playing like an all pro this year, and we'll continue to say it. You know, those guys just dominated, and that was a big reason as to why we were able to hold the Chiefs to thirteen points. Uh, The fourth down stops, the third down stops, getting the Chiefs into those tough spots, pressuring Mahomes, making him throw scared, making him run around and try to make these stupid throws that he feels like he can make but just can't, you know, not sustainable. Uh, just some of the throws that he's trying to make is just silly, and that's all a product of what we're doing on defense, and um, I'm excited about this group. Another confidence builder, this one, um, the way that the safeties played. I thought Darnell Savage might have had his best game of the season as well. He, he made some great plays. That explosion to break up that short screen, um, I think that was in the third quarter, was a great play, and he, he provided a lot. Um, as always for this defense. Adrian Amos, the same thing. I just love what those guys are doing. Um, Kevin King had a really solid game as well. That's two good games in a row for him, although spaced between injuries. But um, I li- I'm i just excited about the direction of this defense because it's getting better every week. And like you said, Griffin, we'll continue to say it. Kenny Clark went down. He's now hopefully not going to be a, a long-term concern. But Ja needs to come back soon as soon as possible, right? And Zadarius Smith, we need him back in the fold as well. And once those guys are back, it's going to be a real problem, especially when we get towards the playoffs. That's what I'm expecting them back. If we go into a playoff game and we've got Ja at that cornerback spot, Stokes wasn't playing. Like if all these guys can just get healthy, stay healthy, and we're at full strength, the depth is going to be much better served for having played so much during the season. And if guys go down in the playoffs, we've got guys that can step right in. This is like Aaron Rodgers said at one point this year, that the way that this defense is, And just some of the injuries that we've sustained, the fact that the depth has come in and we've acquired guys that have come into their own and made roles in this team, it's going to be valuable down the line to have some of those depth pieces play significant roles in big games and big moments. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. And that reminds you of that 2010-2011 team that Rodgers mentioned went on to win the Super Bowl. The, The amount of injuries and the guys that stepped up and made huge plays and were key members of that Super Bowl run that's kind of what I feel like is going to happen down the line here, and I just really i really feel confident that this team can go out and win a Super Bowl with Aaron rodgers at the helm
0: i It really feels like that type of season for sure uh as long as this field goal protection does not. Uh, lose us a playoff game off of a blocked field goal, which I don't know why. just feels like that that could happen, <laughs> knowing the state of our special teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, that it's it was bad, and it's been bad, and we have to fix it, but what do you do, right? I mean, they've tried a lot of different things, it seems like at least. Um, it falls on Mo Drayton for the most part, but the sad reality is that he uh, is really, it's deeper than him because he's been there for a while, and we've had special teams issues for much longer than he's been around um and the only constant has been mason and now that even is becoming a question um, not him specifically, but the
0: operation at kicker has just been an issue. So I suppose we're just going to have to keep the kickers off the field, both of them. No special teams, offense only. We'll score more points that way. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back later this week to preview the Seattle Seahawks game with, in which Russell Wilson will be playing. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers will be as well, but we're really unsure at this point. So stick around for that. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on iTunes, all the places that you can listen to this podcast. Uh, you Follow me on Instagram at all Packers. You can follow Braun on Instagram at Lee. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like it, share with your friends, leave a review, DM us. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Go Pack Go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Go Pack Go.